everything I know I learned from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as Flash Run Welcome to Comic Bastards Podcast I'm Dustin, of course, back with another episode Which is redundant to say But I just got I fucking need something to say, don't I? To start this off uh, Let's dive right into the comic books Got uh, some first issues and, and such to discuss The Immortal Men Jim Lee's new joint where he's co-writing with two other people and doing the art and has two inkers. I don't know. I love the new DC titles are just like, you know, we're just going to put like seven people at a table, fucking make a comic book. I kind of like that. Uh, it's uh, it's okay. It's pretty good. It seems a bit, I mean, it's very Jim Lee. If you've read Jim Lee's stuff where he's written and, you know, illustrated on, you're just like, yeah, that's that's a Jim Lee joint. Uh, some kid can see stuff when he touches other people, so of course he wears fucking dope-ass little white gloves. Uh, he's super rich, and uh, there's some immortal men that can be killed, but will live f- for as long as they're not killed or something. It's like Highlander, okay? They can live forever, but if you take the head, that's it. I, I think there's other ways to kill them, actually, uh, based on the grim uh, pictures of them being a fiery blob of people that then get decapitated so maybe it is just highlander i don't know it works in the dc world so we follow this kid he eventually runs into four remaining immortal men and then there's one guy that kind of looks like the stock standard jim lee old dude that you're just like yeah that looks cool like it could be old superman like that's that's what i'm saying you're just like yeah that's like an old dude that jim lee drew uh good art we'll see how long he can he can do it. It's kind of just, it's nice to see Jim Lee art. You're just like, oh, I remember the 90s. They were nice. They were good. I wish this guy did more art. Why is his hand hurt? <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, it was surprising. It wasn't like, oh, my God, this got another hit. But I was just like, ah, oh, this is nice. This is a, just a really pleasant reading experience. The Dead Hand. Ah, <sighs> It's good, but there were some parts where I was like, yeah, that's that's fine. That's predictable. It was predictable. Um, God, I don't, even, I don't really want to spoil it, but essentially there is this, like, real-world Captain America guy. Not in that he's been frozen and stuff, just that he's kind of the ultimate soldier and he does some crazy black ops shit, and he's uh, there for the final battle of the Cold War, which changes his uh, course in history and life and such, and I got a feeling his sister's going to show back up. Uh, I believe this is, I want to say this is Kyle Higgins. Of course, I wouldn't actually remember to put the book back at the front. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, Kyle Higgins, um surprisingly just really like his narration is so good on this we're just like it kind of makes you just go yeah all right that was a little predictable but i fucking kind of love this shit just want to keep reading more of his narration can i just read more of this this is good this is real good uh especially just like the the hook at the end where it's just like oh, gotcha motherfucker you'll be back you'll be back and it's like ah fuck i will be i will be damn um so 
Yeah, it's uh, God, it's just it's very you know it's like we got the Russia element, uh, we got the Cold War thing. It's all very topical to the world, but at the same time, it doesn't. It feels like maybe like four years ago when like you couldn't say Russia or you could say Russia without everyone be like boo. We're just like yeah, those guys. Yeah, not on the best terms with them, but we weren't all just like oh election anger. You could tell just like crazy stories about Russia, and that's kind of what this feels like. Which is funny because there's another book based in Russia this week that I read called uh, Crude, which I, I assume is like kind of crude oil-ish. It's uh, from Steve Orlando. Um, as I said in my written review, I actually did an interview with Steve Orlando in which he actually worked and lived in, I believe, some part of Russia or whatever. But he actually knows like some Russian and stuff like that. He actually knows the culture and I can't remember what else you can just look it up on the site if you want to fucking know more details but so i wasn't terribly surprised when he was like hey i got a russia themed book and uh is is a bit different um <laughs> no it's not actually now that i think about it. well i mean there's a russian super soldier type guy who has a badass nickname that is not explained but i'm pretty sure it's like fucking grim reaper is the translation has to be because when people see him and they say the name, they kind of look like they wet themselves a little bit. Uh, there is some confusion in the beginning. At least I found it confusion, confusing. Uh, of just flipping back and forth between the present and the past. And then like a different part in the past. It, it flips a little too much. It's going for a very movie, TV, cinematic thing where... You know, like if a father was sipping a cup of coffee and then it would just like, like break off into the other thing. Like, that's 100% what they're going for here. Like, he's literally drip, drinking coffee and then goes into the flashback. It just doesn't quite work because it's a comic book and the font for the uh, the flashback heading and stuff sucked. So I was just like, oh, okay, I get that. At one point, I just thought this guy was, like, sleeping with people that were the same name as his parents or something. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Is this about incest? <laughs> I did not sign up for that unwittingly uh oh it's not okay never mind never mind my bad my bad so but it, it was a uh, it was okay it was basically, could be about a father getting revenge for his dead son slash also figuring out who his son was because they were russian men and had no sort of i don't know talking relationship even though it was weird because they were drinking vodka and you're like kind of talking pretty openly it seemed it was like all right well i guess this is not a total uh indictment or <laughs> indictment oh god i don't even know what i'm trying to say uh no it's gone now it's gone now i'm just gonna move on but it was all right the art wasn't amazing it was it was art let's see what uh, what else we got uh, to talk about uh, Gideon Falls, I'm still finding this decently boring. Uh, there wasn't a crazy cool hook like the first issue where Father Tom had his dead fucking eyes and was shirtless and was like standing on a bed like a monkey crow thing. And was just like, follow me, motherfucker. And we were just like, damn, boo. Boo scary. Uh, instead it was just like, hey, this father's got a drinking problem and sometimes gets unruly in public. And we're also going to pin him for murder. And then they find Father Tom's body. And they were like, no, he just died. So, there, it's just, there's a lot of mystery. I just don't know if the buildup is going to be worth it. 
It seems like it could be. It's, but it's Jeff Lemire. I don't know. Sometimes his mysteries are like, hey, yeah. And then other times you're like, eh, we didn't need this much build up for this. So we'll see. And the art uh, got really, I don't know. It's good, but it's just almost trying to be too gritty. There's just a little too much of, it almost looks like someone smudged everything. And I kind of got tired of looking at that after a while. It, it stole from the the detail and the personality um, from the, the series. Speaking of art detracting, uh, Robocop, Citizens Arrest. This is just, uh, you know, Brian Wood figured out the very clever formula for how to make a Robocop comic book work, and he just he pulled a Star Wars, a Jurassic World, uh, a, for lack of a better example, a Ghostbusters, and kept the original parts, but then fast-forwarded the story, and is basically just telling the same RoboCop story, but with our modernizations to it. So the other stuff happened, and this is happening later, but it's kind of re-happening. It's a soft reboot, okay? And the way that the Star Wars uh, fucking 7 was just New Hope, but you know, with new characters sprinkled in. Same fucking thing. This is just Robocop with new characters sprinkled in and a new bad guy. Same mayor as a puppet crap, same gentrification slash replacing of the police and stuff. You know, it's just, it's all the same thing. It's not, it's not horrible. It's not great. I wasn't just like, fuck yeah, Robocop's back. Uh, But there was a, a sassy, they have like a sassy robot cop and they have a Robocop app where if you uh, pay a small amount of money, you can report crime, and if that person that you reported gets convicted, then you get a lot of money back. So it's like, just narc on everyone all the time, and you might get a payday. And there also might be a lot of people in jail. They didn't really cover uh, the court system and how that would work, because I think any judge and any lawyer would easily win any case just like the uh, the traffic light ones where the companies that made the traffic lights got a kickback and so they were making the camera go off faster so that they could rake in more money obviously and then like everyone in California just stopped having to even show to court or pay those those bills because or those tickets because you know there was obvious uh, fraud going on Anyway, that's a real weird side story, but that's what it kind of makes me think of. I was just like, how would this, this won't work? Because, because there'd be so much just like legal mess to it. Uh, in principle, just on the service level of not presenting anything else, sure, it fucking works. But if you, if you dig a little deeper than what the story's presenting, you're like, this doesn't work. This world's broken. This world's broken. And then the phone kills someone. Oh, and you're required to have the phone. I'm just like, man, there's a lot of like human rights being violated in this in Detroit now. Probably is in real life, but more so now, somehow. If you like Brian Wood shit, you'll probably like it, but I haven't been high on that guy since, uh, since a while. I'll I'll phrase it and leave it like that. Uh, It seems like there was another book I had to talk about, but I cannot... Oh, ah, yes. Sideways. Sideways 2 and 3. I read both of them. I like this book, I really do. It's probably it's growing on me as one of DC's like my my DC go to title. Uh, it just it feels like an improved '90s comic book with 
like modern sensibility. So it has like this 90s style formula and the superheroing and the very Spider-Man-esque uh, insults and banter. But it just works. There's not like, you know, fan service, beefcake shit. I mean, if you like teenage boys in their underwear, uh, then that's, you know, I take that back. Maybe that's up your alley. But it showed that he's trying to be a hero with or without the costume and that the costume isn't isn't really that important and and that and he was in the hospital it was just a, it was a nice sequence in which the uh title character slash derek was injured but still felt like he could do something but physically really couldn't and they didn't just pull out the bullshit of like he'll do it anyway and and whatnot it was like he went and tried to use his shoulder and effed up his shoulder a lot more and that was the end of it he wasn't just like no i gotta keep using this dislocated shoulder somehow <laughs> i can't uh so i just i kind of like that but then i like the cheesiness of a evil organization showing interest and in having video of him and having weird floating pat platforms and uh i just it's just i don't know something about this book is just fun i like the villain and her tragic backstory where it showed she could have easily been a hero, but she went the villain route. And it shows just how almost easy that is for any superhero. And that's what it's kind of that like back and forth between good and evil is what makes superhero stories so interesting. And I think that they're, they're just really capturing that. And I really liked his villain and I hope they introduce kind of more. So especially since it seems like DC was very forward thinking and how to get more freebie characters created because they were just like well we don't have you know mutants popping up we're kind of killing this meta thing they're like but what if we do these two events one in flash and one in the dc universe with the metal knights and now boom new new people and new villains can just kind of show up uh just hiding out in the corners and then all of a sudden they're just like booyah we're here motherfuckers so it's just kind of Kind of interesting not that Marvel does anything good with mutants anymore anyway, because they were like, no, we're doing Inhumans. Gotta back that pony. No, fuck, we bought Fox. Oh, we backed the wrong pony. Why are we doing this? Ah, oh, get me a Fantastic Four book. Please don't do a Fantastic Four book, Marvel, if you're listening. I won't review it or care, but just just don't. I just don't want to see everyone be like, this is how you do Fantastic Four. This is what we've been waiting for. No, it's not. It's still boring. Eat a dick. All right, forever. Forever and always, Fantastic Four can eat a dick. And that's my review of Sideways. <laughs> Ending with EADFF. So, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Good to be back-ish. And uh, I'll, just, I'll have more comics for you next time. Man, tell me that ain't badass. Goes Batman Detective, Year One, The Dark Knight, and Robin. I'm robbing DC for all of them, can't stop them. And I'ma lose my damn mind like Logan this time. All possessed by the red right hand, fighting that sandstorm, just chilling. Nemesis laughing, cyclone mentally prepares for eye blasting. Novels with the graphics, picture strips. See, comics need to settle down just a little bit and go back underground. Life for permanent bastards, got it right though. They write to keep the scene on the right track, so they read the stack after stack and report them back. Since 
someone gotta stab these creators in check, man. And the verdict is Jason Aaron, yeah, he's in check. Tony Daniel, yep, in check. If you read a comic, put it back. Plastic sleeve, hard cardboard back. Then in the milk crate, black. Filed alphabetically, no, seriously. 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 seriously.